Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, jumping in here a little early. Got to do a little traveling, so uh, going to get this uh, out on the wire and let you enjoy your Friday evening. It is Friday. We are rolling downhill towards the weekend. Hope you've got big plans. I've, uh, I- I'm going to hang out with Rhonda a little bit this weekend, hopefully stay in the cool. It's just too daggum hot to be hanging out outside, so... Old gardens are suffering. We've been a watering away in the evenings, trying to get it watered overnight. And man, alive! It's um, it, the heat's taking its toll on the garden. It's taking its toll on me as well. So, <laughs> anyway, I want to share with you a message. This is fresh. This is um, I, I've just finished putting together some stuff, uh, closing out our, our story time um, with one of Rick Joyner's messages. And in the in the very bottom of that message, in the back of that book that we're just finishing. Um, I'll actually put it out on the recording tomorrow. Uh, but, um, as I was, as I was finishing up my studies on that, man, it really hit me. There were some things that he spoke in there that sparked a lot of thoughts in me. And I, and I just simply had to put a message together. It's causing me to run a little bit behind time. I was hoping I already be on the road, but uh, I want I want to share with you this message and, and I titled it, take back the lead. You see the church used to set the standard. You realize that? Everyone used to look to the church, uh, the the church of old. We even set the standard for music. I know you find that might hard might find that hard to believe, but you realize that if you listen to some old country, if you think about some of the sounds that you hear in the old country music, it sounds a little bit like old hymns of the church. Now it's not because the church turned a country song into a hymn. It's because someone turned a hymn into a country song. Uh, there's all there's all kinds of them in the old versions. Now, I've preached for years how we're failing to set the standard as the church today. Instead, we've fallen into step with the world, allowing the world to lead the way. Music is just one of them. Many of our songs today sound like worldly songs. It's true. Many of our worship songs today sound like worldly songs and it's because that the worldly sound has now become the standard instead of the sound coming from our churches we should be setting that standard but we're not jesus said this in matthew as he was teaching his disciples he was emphasizing the need for disciplined prayer being ahead of the game setting the example he said this matthew 18:18 18, 18, he said i assure you and most solemnly say to you Whatever you bind, whatever you forbid, whatever you declare to be improper and unlawful on earth shall have already been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose, whatever you permit, whatever you declare lawful on earth shall have already been loosed in heaven. Listen, until the enemy has been bound in heaven, it will not be bound on earth. Only that which has been loosed in heaven can be loosed on earth. Strategic prayer, intercession, intercessory prayer, focused prayer. You know what intercession means? It's standing in the gap for. It, it, it's, it's pleading the case of another. Jesus is our intercessor. He, he stands before the Father interceding, standing in the gap for us. That's what we need to become. We need to be intercessors, standing in the gap, pleading the case of this world, calling out to God to, to bring the Holy Spirit so strong that people can't ignore him anymore. We need to be focused in our prayer. A lot of Rick Joyner's last chapter here is talking about warfare, and it's talking about precision 
in our strikes, precision uh, in in our in our battles, in our in our targets, knowing that we have exact locations that we're that we're focused on pinpoint accuracy. This will be what causes effective evangelism, effective church planning, and effective minis- uh, missions ministries. Those strategic prayers, those intercessory prayers, and those focused prayers. But without the church setting the standard, we will not be effective. Prayer alone won't win this war. We must also preach the gospel. Now, I've shared a lot of times that the St. Francis of Sicily's supposed quote that said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. Yes, I understand the principle. It means that our lifestyle should be reflecting our belief. The people should be able to look at us. Remember, the Bible says that you'll know them by their fruit. But we've got to preach the actual word. We can't just walk through life quietly. We've got to share the story of redemption. We've got to lead people to Jesus, creating temples that the Lord can inhabit. Warriors who will take prophetic stands for truth. If we send evangelists and out into the battlefield without sending pastors and teachers who can lead and feed behind them, we're just randomly throwing punches into the air without landing any solid blows. Paul actually used this for our reference in 1 Corinthians 9, chapter 26, or chapter 9, verse 26 and 27. He said, Therefore I do not run without a definite goal. I do not flail around like one beating the air, just shadow boxing. But like a boxer, I strictly discipline my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached the gospel to others, I myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service. That's powerful. The enemy must not only be defeated, but eliminated, or we will wind up fighting this same battle again. The light must not just dispel darkness, it must overcome the darkness. We talk about light dispelling darkness all the time. Light cannot encroach on, uh, or darkness cannot encroach on light. Light always dispels, but here's the deal. We've got to put enough light out that we overcome the darkness around us. Salvation is the beginning of a journey, but our calling is to make disciples, teaching them to observe all that the Lord commanded, as in Matthew 28:19-20. Converts must be added to the church, not just counted as a decision. You often will hear me say I don't put notches in my Bible cover. Uh, the, the old analogy there, the, the six-shooter, the, the fast gun, the outlaw, the gunslinger, would put a notch in his gun butt for every kill that he had. I don't put notches in my Bible cover for every decision made in the preaching that I do. It's not what matters. What matters is that we add them to the church, to the body of Christ. A a nightly decision means nothing if there's nothing to follow it up. There's nothing to, to strengthen them. There's nothing to teach them. There's nothing to lead them. We've got to be careful with this. It's time that we, the body, take back the lead role. We, the church, it's time we, the church, start setting the standard once again. Newspapers often advertise in Sunday edition or Saturday edition uh, about the area Sunday churches, the Sunday morning services that are coming available the next day. If your paper does this, take a look at that. Maybe check out the church ad and see how well the area churches are relating to the pressing issues of our times. Likely we'll be a bit disheartened as we, the church, seem to be lacking in this area greatly. Listen, the church is called to be the head, not the tail. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 13 says this, The Lord will make you the head, the leader, 
and not the tail, the follower, and you will be above only, and you will not be beneath. If you listen and pay attention to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today, to observe them carefully. We are called to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. Rick Joyner says that in the end of his chapter. We're called to be the thermostat. We're called to set the temperature, not the gauge of what the temperature is out there. You understand what that is? That's monstrous. That alone would preach a message. We're called to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. The early church was so creative, she actually befuddled the enemies. The world couldn't stop the church simply because the world was so far behind the church of old. Somewhere in here, we the church settled. We settled into boring and predictable patterns. And the world not only caught up, the world overtook her. If we, the church, are to have any relevance in these last days, we must learn to walk once again in the prophetic vision of power that sees what is to come. I'm not talking about prophesying the future. I'm talking about prophesying the heart of God. We will not reach the world by just trying to keep up with it. We must press beyond the limits of our time and seize the future with boldness. If we're going to win this battle, we've got to go beyond just knowing the future and get back to setting the future's course. That's where the church used to be. Lord, let your river of life begin to flow through those who are thirsty, those who are desperate for you. Father, we're hauling out to you today. We're desperate for you. We need a move of God in this country so badly. God, the deception, the darkness, the evil parades around as if it's not afraid of anything anymore. This shouldn't be. We, the church, have got to put on our armor. We've got to sharpen our sword, and we've got to engage in this battle. Father, we need the river of life flowing near us, around us, through us, so that those who are thirsty can drink. Those who are desperate for more of you will find you. Holy Spirit, we yield the floor to you in this very day. Have your way in us. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let this message, and, and I, I know, like I said, I borrowed some of this. I, uh, it, just, it just struck me. It lit a fire in me. I pray it lights a fire in you. May, may God lead you to a place where you understand that he's calling you back to be the head, not the tail. If you're a musician, open your heart up. Listen to the rhythm in the spirit. There is a rhythm in the spirit world. And let that rhythm begin to set a new song in you. If you're just a worshiper, listen for that rhythm in the Spirit and begin to worship God in spirit and in truth, just like He called you to. This is our time. We're in an exciting time in this world. We can't let it go by. We've got to make a stand. This is it. There is, I mean, we won't pass this way again. I said this in a message just recently. We'll never pass by this way again. This is one time around. We've got to make it count. Let your voice be heard. Let your spirit be seen. His spirit flowing through you. Paul said, follow me, not because of who I am, but because of who he is in me. May you allow Christ to become so large in you that others cannot not see it. Amen. God bless you guys. Ron and I love you. We thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following along on our podcast. Thank you for your financial support. If you want to support us financially, we would greatly appreciate that. We are 
ramping up. We've got some things on the on the horizon. Uh, not exactly sure where God's leading us. We're crying out to Him for some direction, but I believe that th- that something big is on the is on the the verge of being broken out in this place. If you want to join us financially, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, we we would love to be in a position where we're more full time in this. Let God lead your heart. I know that He'll give back to you. The Bible says in the same measure in which you give, he'll give back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured right into your lap. Amen. Thank you for your prayers. Please continue to pray with us for our physical well-being. Uh, both Ron and I are struggling with some things physically. Uh, and, and again, just our mental and spiritual awareness that, uh, that that God uses us the way he intends to. Amen. And we're open to all of that. Thank you for praying with us. We're praying for you, everyone who hears this message today or any other day down the road. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk to you again real soon.